Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Potential nicknames for the Las Vegas team. My favorite by far, the Las Vegas regret. I came up with some. Las Vegas craps. <laughs> so you, you're the crappers. He had a big poop on the green. The Las Vegas strip, but then they'd be the what strippers. What about the strippers? Yeah. yeah. Come here, cutie. Las Vegas prostitutes. Come here, daddy. Las Vegas snake eyes. <laughs> what about Las Vegas ladies of the evening? <laughs> Are these restaurants real or fake? Cabbage and condoms. That's real. She's Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, that's real. That is fake. G's Pot. <laughs> fake. That's real. Oh, oh, really? Fantastic name. Three in the pink. How are the ratings for the pens and sharks in the United States? Uh, not great, I don't think. I mean, better than our ratings? People said, thank God, a competitor to ESPN. Then they saw Fox Sports Live, and it was a mess. You were off yesterday. <laughs> What'd you do with yourself? My erections have returned. Uh, Dan had his pants down, stroking his penis. I probably could have Googled that. Uh, speaking of concerts, Peter, you're on your way to a concert? Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, my wife is a big fan. Who are you going to see, Enya? F***ing <laughs> thing sucks. He went to Harvard, and he said he was depressed the whole time yeah. he was there. Barely spoke to anyone. Lived in an apartment that he painted the walls black. Oh, God. Like, he it's was like, in a bad That's morbid. Place. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like Mulvaney. You're listening to the Dan Podcast. Oh, Dan. Do we have some treats in store for you on episode 116 of the Jay and Dan Podcast? Sounds dirty. Yeah, we have uh, two special guests. Uh, We aren't going to tell you who because you're going to be blown away. Yeah, actually, I think they will be blown away. Uh, by our special guests on the podcast. And, I actually uh, spoke to Peter Schrager just before we came on here and uh, asked if he wanted to come on and get something off his mind. He said, nah, I'll just listen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to Peter off of the podcast in months. He actually mentioned to me that you're dead to him. Oh, okay. Big time. Yeah, he doesn't like you anymore. Don't know what I did to deserve that. Big time dead to him. Did he like Florence and the Machine? That's where he went to the concert. He did, um, but he said that <laughs> that Grimes opened for Florence and the Machine. Have we discussed this on the podcast already? Grimy from uh, that episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, Grimy. Yeah, so Grimes is a, uh, is a woman. Uh, she is a highly acclaimed musician. Her album, Art Angels, was named Stereo Gum's number one album of 2015. Very popular. She opened for Florence and the Machine. Schreger thought she was garbage. She's Canadian. She is Canadian. Why isn't she on the Wall of Fame? You know who is? Someone we think we might have put on before, but we're putting on again. Michael J. Fox. That's right. Star of Different Strokes. And oh, sorry, Family Ties. He was on Family Ties. You're serious? You thought he was starting? I got those shows. All the titles blend in. You got different strokes mixed up mixed up with Family Ties, a show where a eccentric millionaire adopts two young black boys who are the uh, sons of his former maid who dies. 
You mix that up with a show about baby boomers who are raising conservative-minded children. Right. Yes. Okay. And uh, Family Ties, didn't... Um, Skippy. Didn't uh, George Clooney make his TV debut? Oh, on Facts of Life. Okay, facts I'm getting all my shows. <laughs> yeah, Clooney was in that toward the end. Facts of Life, he's like the handyman who came in and banged Mrs. Garrett. Uh, our, He's into older ladies. Our podcast is sponsored by Books. We're going to talk about that them in a bit. But I wanted to talk about uh, family uh, Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? He's sixteen. No, I haven't eaten the today. I had a banana and a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you get Mark Toyama to get you a delicious uh, meal? Yeah, I'm, I uh, text Bobby, our audio guy, to bring in some <laughs> tostadas. Yeah, so I think we've discussed this. You hate Mexican food and Mexican people. No, I don't oh, say that. That's not, is that too far? No, I just like crunchy tacos. <laughs> you don't like soft tacos? No, because they're horrible texture, horrible taste, the yeah, soft tacos. You don't like soft tacos. Here is Pat Mah- Oh, oh Tostada! Oh, wow. This is incredible! Thanks, wow. Bobby. Great timing. Thanks right. for mine, Bobby. All right, Thank Bobby. You. Nice right. job. Thanks for mine. And mine. And they're, they're not crunchy. They're not crunchy. Yeah, these are delicious. Bobby's girlfriend, Dana. Now I'll be normal. So how was your uh, second ever uh, Father's Day? <laughs> now I'll be normal. The Dan O'Toole story. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Um, and I got to do whatever the hell I wanted. Sure, that happens every day. So you but watched it was nice. U.S. Open and porn our, all day long. Our U.S. Open coverage on Fox, the technology. Oh, yeah. Uh, everything. Sure, the USGA uh, kind of. Yeah, they tried to screw it over for us on our behalf. And then people getting on our case for uh for following Dustin Johnson and Paulina Gretzky up the stairs uh you know what here's the deal we're not the ones who told Paulina to put that dress on yep and i mean if she had asked us should i put this dress on we would have said yes but we're not the ones who told her to do it you're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. I went up to Canada for Father's Day. More tostadas. Oh my God. Bobby uh, Diaz brought in more tostadas. Jim, you got to try a little bit. Really? Yeah. That's really it's good. It's so delicious. Um, these tostadas are so yummy. Uh, yeah, so Canada, you went up. Uh, yeah, I uh, had the uh, the the best, uh, most Canadian Father's Day uh, dinner. Mister Sub, followed by a score blizzard at Dairy Queen. That actually sounds pretty good. I do love my Mister Sub spicy chicken sub. Though Mister Sub, and listen, I don't mean to criticize them too much, but it felt like they fell off a little bit toward the end. They're falling off. No, they're bouncing back. Mr. Sub, we're back. That's their slogan. Is that like a Subway Quiznos yeah, equivalent? Wow. I feel like i got to pass this around. Rich, right. just have like just a piece of this tostada. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are tasty. Wow. Really, really good. This is the dish that finally allowed Dan to like Mexican people. And our award-winning engineer, Engineer Jim, he spent a Father's Day in the pool watching yeah. golf. He yeah. has a, a TV in his backyard where he can watch from the pool. So he watched yeah. golf. And the game seven. So yeah. are finals. you like in a floaty or something like that? Or I have one of those. Yeah. Yes. So you got a place for <laughs> yeah. the drinks, right? Uh, right? Yeah. And I also have delicious. a, a Thank you. Yeah. sort of like a staircase that comes down. I what? lay. I can lay on the stairs and uh, watch TV By from way, my I- pool or in the floaty. I just got a, a toucan, a giant toucan floaty mm. that uh, is probably half the size of this room. Now, Jim, I'm not going to call. Cool. 
Yeah, that's why I got it. I'm not going to call you out on this, but we have been talking about a podcast pool party at your house for three years, and we have officially not been invited. So uh, we're starting to get the hint. I'm not going to call you out on this, but here I am about to call you out on this. All right, all right. I'll make it. I promise all you guys. Next week? Uh, Once things slow down. (laughs) There it is. is. But uh, I I will say this, and I was telling this to Dan earlier. I, in the morning of Father's Day, I was here actually working on the U.S. Open oh, right. for illustrious Fox Sports. There we go. And then uh, I went home and got drunk in the pool. Now, nude good. in the pool? Totally naked? Uh, most of the time, that's how I am. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the kids and the family were there, and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they're okay with it, sometimes right. they're not. I thought, you know, I'll put my drawers on. That's fair. That's fair. I would say I'm in that pool naked. Eighty percent of the time, my erections have returned. This is no. this is a real suggestion. Maybe a podcast from the pool party from Jim's pool. Oh, we yeah. record a pool party mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. No, I, pool I think party we podcast. That's what it is. And then we uh, shoot it for FS1 for the TV side of things too. Remember MTV Spring Break events, mm. right? It would be like that. For <laughs> exactly FS1. like that. Yep. That's how it would be. Um, and then we'd have a new show. We we take all the shows we can get on FS1. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we got the we got the fire pit. We got we got all the stuff out there. It's it's pretty. Imagine cool. going to work every day and just jumping in a pool. I'd take it. So I, every day we're gonna go to gym. Yes, and jump in a pool. I would love that. Actually, how weird would that be for your family? If you didn't <laughs> tell them that we were there. Why not? Eh? I think it'd be great. I really do. Our uh, guest today on and, the podcast. Oh, I, right. I just wanted to say, you know, um, I saw that on Twitter about. Um, Paulina Gretzky, and uh, my wife was like, "Well, what are you looking at?" Yeah, because you know, she could see my eyes were fixated. <laughs> on How my could they phone. not be? And I was like, "Oh, well, this is the thing of the." And they're ragging on Fox for this shot of Paulina. She's like, "He's a cameraman. He's a man. What do you think he's going to be looking at?" He was just doing his job. He was. He wasn't trying to. And it wasn't like shoot. it was zoomed in on no. her. He was following them up the stairs. A couple of things. Exactly, Jim. He's following them up the stairs. So you're below someone. They're walking. Yeah. You're getting a shot of them. You're going to get a shot of their backside. You are. There's no avoiding it. And yeah. can I point out that she, upon realizing that the camera guy was taking a shot of her backside, did the old. Oh, let me rub my buttocks for to accentuate how nice my bum is, everybody. I thought she was just pulling the. No, uh, yeah, she was like she, was she did that at first, but then she rubbed. Watch the footage again. Pulls it down, then the rub. I, I watched it several times. Uh, we mentioned uh, two very special guests uh, already during this podcast. One of them has canceled. <laughs> <laughs> One of them has canceled. Uh, Charles Peanut Tillman was supposed to be here, but his flight is delayed. Flight is oh. delayed. That's all right. More time to talk uh, to talk to Jim, to talk to everybody about how their day's going. Cool. And I think our other special guest will definitely make up for it. Yeah, he'll probably disappoint. Yeah, we're really uh, we're really <laughs> setting the bar high. Uh, so we're we, about to call him here. We had the U.S. Open. That yep. was great, mm-hmm. except for the, the ball movement and all the players were against that. And then Game 7 in the NBA Finals on Sunday. That was uh, so cool. And, and you've discussed this. I don't know if you've discussed it on the podcast, but you are not a LeBron hater. You're a LeBron fan, so you must have been overjoyed. My wife was so freaked out. Keep talking. I just stayed about it. Just daughter. No, let's listen to you, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching this. I'm... Actually, it's Father's Day. I'm feeding my baby daughter. 
And I'm like, let me watch the last two minutes of this game. Because we've been running around all day. I didn't even get to watch the whole thing. Last two minutes were fantastic. Kyrie, that incredible drive to the hoop. LeBron, obviously, the block. One of the greatest plays ever. Kevin Love, of all people, shut down defense on Steph Curry. Like, he couldn't get an open shot. He couldn't get a shot away. Kevin Love, moving his feet. Great defender on that play. I was just so happy for all those guys because Kyrie Irving is like an underrated player. Kevin Love was a good player. I don't know what's going on in Cleveland. And LeBron James, as I I think I've talked about this before, he's done everything right ever since he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated at the age of 13, except for the decision. The decision was the only thing. The one thing he did wrong was the decision. And by the way, after that happened, he donated like $2 million to the Boys and Girls Club of America. So he did something wrong, but still gave like millions to a charity that needs the money. And, and this I, is the worst thing that the guy's ever done. And still, everyone hates the guy, and I can't understand it. I'll never understand it. I find him to be an extremely likable person and athlete. I couldn't agree with you more. And, and he drives a Kia. Drives a Kia. Every day. Every day. He's a family man. Look, I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's got ladies on the side. None of my business. But the perception is he's got he's got a wife, he's got kids, um, he's a good citizen. You know, he donates his time, his energy, his money, and he's just a fucking incredible basketball player. And since the age of thirteen years old, thirteen, everyone in the world has said, "Oh, you're the next Michael Jordan. Good luck with that pressure." And all he's done is live up to it. Yep. he's just lived up to everything that everyone's expected, and still people shit on him. Best thing I like. Cleveland, finally, they got the smile for the first time in history. Cleveland gets a title. LeBron, to me, this really legitimizes LeBron. Even though he already had two titles, people always would have been like, well, you never won one in Cleveland. Now it's like, now he can just play the rest of his career, hopefully win a few more titles. But the the best thing, if you're an NBA fan, I think, is now we have a legit awesome rivalry in the NBA like we did in the old days with the, you know, the Celts and Lakers and the Bulls and whoever the Bulls were beating up on. And now you got two great, great teams that are going to go at it presumably every single year because the Spurs are really getting old. It's going to be great. It's the fans are the big winners, I think. And uh, the fans of this podcast, the big winners with our next guest. <laughs> we should actually keep chatting because uh, our guest is in Hawaii, so rack up those uh, those long-distance uh, numbers. <laughs> those roaming <laughs> charges. Uh, sexy Mike Botticello, where are you right now? Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually at the airport. I really uh, had to squeeze you in here, but I did it just for you guys because I've missed you all this time. So for those that don't know, Mike used to be on the podcast, and then uh, he's no longer on the podcast uh, because his job got eliminated. I don't mean to laugh, Mike. Uh, <laughs> no, you had, to make, you had to clear out that uh, money for Skip Bayless. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And Jason Whitlock. So uh, yeah. people always want to know that we get emails and texts every. What the f- yeah. is going on behind What's happening you? there, Mike? Bonicello? Are you in the middle of a cockfight? Are you at McDonald's land? <laughs> I'm at. Yeah, I am. I'm in. The, I'm in an airport. Well, find a quiet corner. <laughs> Are you in the Maui airport? Yeah, the Maui Airport. Oh, I was just there a couple of months. I was ago. told to make this happen now. Yeah. Um. And are you about to get on a plane and come back to L.A.? And what were you doing there? I've been, what, I've been here for 10 days for the Maui Stone Festival. So what exactly? I've seen some of the pictures. Like, what are you doing at the Maui Film Festival? So my friend and his mother are uh, co-directors of the film festival. They're from L.A. And, uh, yeah, it's a film festival. So for five days, they show movies and honor uh, uh, celebrities and actors. And I'm here for the party. 
my job is to handle the talent. So get them uh, where they need to be, <laughs> hang out with them, get a drink if I need to. So tell us, to. Mike, who, who, who yeah. have you been hanging out with? Who are the celebs? Uh, are you familiar with Brian Cranston? Whoa, yeah. very. Yeah. yeah, incredible guy. Incredible guy. He, if he were an athlete, you know, the, the term the pro's pro, he is a pro's pro of an actor. Uh, like shows so up on time, says the right thing, you know, sharp as attack. So you hung out with Brian Cranston for eleven days? Uh, no, just so they come up for like one day. Oh, they're they're in town for like a week, but they they're honored one night, and then they'll come to a party or two. He was actually there three different times. Oh wow! And then Viola Davis was another one. Oh, oh Viola, really? uh, yeah, very nice. Had nothing to talk to. Nothing in common with that woman, but. Well, you, quite an actress because she's Super black. Talented. Is that why? Uh, uh, she's a mother. That's why. Want <laughs> <laughs> to sell him? Uh, but, so uh, a lot, and, uh, a lot of silence between you and Viola. Yeah, just you know, we we traveled in different packs, right? But uh, so I, you're you know, saying you don't really hang cool. around with black people? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I do because the other uh, <laughs> another guest is Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh wow very yeah. cool yeah very cool. he was uh he came out entourage south he was with his brother his sister his trainer a couple friends an agent manager everyone else just came like cranston just came with his wife Viola came with her husband and uh daughter so uh yeah the jordans were very cool so uh mike yeah like i said everyone wonders if you're alive so we have confirmed you're alive when you get back to la what do you do well, you know, I figured it's been a while since I was on the podcast, so I think it was a good time to get, because I know you guys are really fighting for me all this time. That's why I hadn't heard it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just knocking down Horowitz and Shanks' door, right? Yeah, yeah, trying to get you fighting back here. Yeah. Back where so you how's belong. how's that going? Yeah, I wanted to ask, how's that going? Well, uh, we're fighting for our own job. Yeah, uh, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. Mike, we're not sure that we're going to be here uh, by 2017, so... Um, to be honest, we're kind of worrying about that first, and then as soon as well, we that's lock how I live that my down, life, cause, you know, nothing, nothing's ever guaranteed. So who knows when next year holds? Well, that's true. I mean, the only one who's probably guaranteed to have a job is Pat. Yeah, yeah, he kind of always shows up, or does, but he shows up somewhere. And he hasn't been here since you left. By the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, who does he have to answer to now? Not that he answers me, but I at least asked him. Uh, Mike, we didn't. We pointed it out on the podcast. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but ever since you left, we've had sponsors coming in left and right. Yeah, Mike, we've yeah. had like yeah. three sponsors per podcast. Some podcasts, which I guess begs the question: What were you doing for two years? Hey, you know there was a wall there, and someone had to knock it down. So the wall is down, and the the cast is flowing in, right? And, and so everyone else is is basically taking credit for all the work you did. Something like that. I, yeah, I, I truly fell on the grenade, <laughs> and I'm scarred for it. So you you did but, this film this film festival. I know people are going to want to know what else are you doing. Are you are you working elsewhere? Uh, are yeah, you a some prostitute? freelance stuff here and there. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what it is. A male, All the job. A male prostitute. Yeah, it's honest work, guys. It is the oldest profession. Yeah, it's the world's oldest yeah. profession. Yeah. I'm skilled at it. Um, no, I've just been freelancing a bit. Uh, now I kind of see why Viola didn't get along with you, Mike. Like some a prostitute? Yes. Oh, along she doesn't appreciate male prostitutes. So now, uh, did you hang out with anyone else? Any other names? Because I remember you hung out with for you. 
Oh, here did we I go. just hear a dolphin? <laughs> well, it yeah. is Hawaii. <laughs> I'm at a luau right now. No, uh, Wyatt Russell. Are you familiar with him? No. Who's that? His story. Uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Okay. Okay. But Wasn't he a goalie uh, at one point? Former hockey player. Yeah, yeah he was a goalie. Player. Yeah. So I was oh. at, we were, uh, his night was the night of the, when the, the Penguins won. Oh, so he was big so into we're that. Talking. Yeah, well, he got injured. That's why he didn't play anymore. And that's why he got into the, the family's business. So he, yeah, I got yeah, injured too. I think he played too. professionally for like five years. Yeah. <laughs> I think he played for the Flames actually for like a few Oh, okay. Not, so he made oh, yeah, it he was there. Yeah, he, no, he was. I guess. What's his name? Good. Wyatt. Wyatt Dan, Russell. Dan's like questioning. Wyatt Dan's questioning this information here. Yeah, so he's going to double check it. Check it yeah. out. And he was there with his mom, Goldie. Really? Yeah. How's Goldie look? Seventy now. What? Seventy? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jim and I just our, our jaws just dropped. Goldie Hawn is seventy years old. Wow. Yeah. How is she? Still looking good? She's still about the same. Yeah? Yeah. Did you have sex with her? I mean, her? she's obviously aged a bit. No. No, I didn't prostitute for that one. <laughs> that wasn't in my job. Hi, Mike. Uh, my name's Goldie Hahn. I'm looking for some company here on the island. Uh, I'd like to pay you to have sex with me. Okay. Yeah. He uh, Here's where he played for. He played for the Langley Hornets in the BCHL. Then he played for the Brampton Capitals in the OPGHL, then the Chicago Steel in the USHL, then the Brampton Capitals in the OP, and then the Groning Grizzlies in Holland. Listen, all due respect to Wyatt Russell, but that's not the Calgary Flames. <laughs> well, you can catch him in the movie 22 Jump Street. Everyone wants them. Everybody wants them. Oh. The new Link Letter movie, yeah. Wait, what? Didn't 22 Jump Street come out like a year ago? Yeah, and then he did this uh, Linkletter. What's his name? David Linkletter? Oh, the guy Rick- who did uh, Boyhood. Oh, Richard Linkletter. Da- yeah. Richard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And da- he, so he did Days and Confused, and this is like the follow-up to it. Oh, he did the... Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be good. Producer Tim yeah. said that was good. Did Richard Linkletter also play for the Calgary Flames? <laughs> Stamp Peters, who played football. He played for the Stamps. <laughs> Mike, if we do a cross-country Canadian podcast tour, I know Jim has been uh, talking to a lot of people on Twitter about getting this going. Uh, will you come along with us? Yeah, I'll bring Goldie Hawn. Oh, All perfect. expenses paid by yourself. Yeah, I can cover that. <laughs> now, when are we... We've been talking about it for so long, I just feel like it has to happen. Yeah, I, I agree. It enough seems like enough. the momentum is sort of shifting toward it happening again, potentially. Ooh, I like that. I it like would momentum. be awesome. The only issue is, of course, we need okay, a couple of things. Money, plane <laughs> tickets, a bus. Someone to organize venues. every venue. Mike, that could be you. I'll organize, yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. And not to mention, I'm motivated. <laughs> <laughs> motivated meaning so they've got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, great talking to Mike. Hope you catch your yeah. flight. Yeah, yeah. I think I already missed it, but beers in L.A. Beers in L.A. Yeah, we got to get I'm, it going I'm, at the Rainbow. Guys, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jim. Let's go. I'm there. I'm there anytime. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm there, too. Seriously, Mike, we got to make that happen. Thanks for taking a little time with us. Miss you, buddy. Yeah. Miss you guys. Yeah, I miss you guys, too. Miss yeah. you, Mike. All right. All right, buddy. Get Talk on that plane. Too. Yeah. Okay. Masturbate once or twice on that plane. First class. Perfect. Perfect. That's yeah. the place to do it. <laughs> Great blanket. Mike. Right, guys. Bye, bye buddy. Bye. 
Right. Mike Botticello, oh, everybody. Man. I tell you, he there's something missing from this podcast, <laughs> and we we just learned it wasn't Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if he's starting a sentence or if he's if he's ended it. I think about 10 seconds into that interview, Dan realized why he despised Mike. (laughs) No, I don't despise Mike at all. Uh, By the way, uh, it should be announced that um, (laughs) one of our topics of discussion last week is now confirmed Vegas has an NHL team. Yes, they do. In fact, as we were taping this podcast, they just officially announced it uh, like an hour or so ago. I think I said they're going to be called the Black Aces. Apparently, they're going to be called the Black Knights. The Black Knights. What? Yeah. Why? That's dumb. That's. I think that's yeah. the rumor. The Maybe Black... next week I'll come with you, come to you with a different name. But I think it's the Black Knights. That the Black Knights. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> oh, nobody's got time. The, for the that. Las Vegas Black Knights. Oh, I gotta check this out. <coughs> sounds Black weird. Knight. Black, Black Aces Knights. would be great. I think Black Aces sound good. Black Knights sounds like. Uh, Mike Botticello's trip to Maui with Viola Davis. A lot of black knights. On the poll on Twitter, they chose Las Vegas craps. They like the craps. 43%. Best. Yeah, craps does sound And then bad. gamblers at 30% next. Oh, you know why it's the black knights? Why is that? Because the chairman of Fidelity National Financial and Black Knight Financial Services will lead the Las Vegas team as its owners. So he's naming it after his business. That's like uh, Disney with the Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. Is that allowed? Well, Disney me, did it. When he got money. Ben, Dis- did you just say on the pole? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think you did. Did I? Yeah. Okay. That's I don't think cool. so. So this, on the poll on Your Twitter, goal is right? to stay off. On the poll. Oh, on the Twitter poll, like a like voting. Oh, oh, I not the stripper poll. No, it's hard. Because we are talking about Vegas. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. That'd be cool, like vote on your favorite stripper poll. Be cool. Your favorite stripper <laughs> poll? Like is it a I don't po- know if I is it a pay poll? That is it a poll or I don't a... know if I pay attention to the poll specifically? Uh, one of the owners also went to West Point Military oh. Academy. Their sports teams, also known as the Black Knights. There you go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there we go. So okay. looks like that's a great name now. That team's going to have some good players because they're going to be able to handpick whoever's not protected by the NHL teams mm-hmm. next summer. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of of teams trading guys. Well, it just happened. Freddie yeah, Anderson exactly. from the Anaheim Ducks just got traded to Toronto um, because they've got John Gibson. Another Ducks have another good young goaltender, so they can't have two good young goaltenders. So Toronto gets a goaltender. And it's nothing but good news for NHL players and future NHL players because you got one more team that's got to have players. More jobs. More uh, farm teams. A less watered-down league. Oh, wait, a more watered-down league. <laughs> Can we we should be can we put our names in for the play by play team for that? Gosh, that would be, be fun, awesome. wouldn't it? Why oh not? Oh my god. Let's throw it in. Let's talk to the Black Knights guy. <laughs> can we hey, give him a call? Knights Black Knights guy, Jane Dan. Uh be your play by play color guy. Uh, sounds good. William you, Foley. Neither of us went past Bantam. That's no big deal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you guys would crush it. I think would, I think would, we'd be well do really it. well there. Yeah. Yeah. You would cr- it would be awesome. Can we talk to uh, Steve Webb about that? Can Webby get us in on that? Friend of the podcast and NHLPA legend, Steve Webb. <laughs> we uh, could do the podcast on every week, too. It would be like a podcast oh, residency and in Vegas. Vegas. Rich, this is a brilliant idea because we could be like on the casino floor. People could be walking by. God, that would be great. Wouldn't this it? guy's got money. He can sponsor a podcast. Perfect. Hey, 
Or Books will keep they'll keep Books will keep doing it, right? Hey, I'm glad you mentioned Books because Books. rule number one of Mandom, no matter what you do around the house, you're likely to screw it up. I, <laughs> I don't need That's to tell harsh. you that. Your wife told me. <laughs> what? Whoa, what is going on here? This is, this is, this is dirty. This is real. Yes. What can I say? She talks. <laughs> what? what is going on? Are you reading this correctly? That's anyway, awesome. I can help you smooth out pretty much anything. Just send flowers from the books.com. Oh, I'm picking it up. Yeah. No woman in her right mind would turn away a peace offering of Books flowers. Books flowers are grown at eco-friendly farms on the side of a volcano. A volcano. Blooms are larger, colors more vibrant. It's a better soil and more sun at a lofty 10,000 feet thing. Yep, gorgeous flowers from thebooks.com. Hand delivered to your girl. Say, we're still good, right? And apologies don't cost much at thebooks.com. Because books prices started a mere 40 bucks. There are no upcharges, no extra fees. Even delivery is absolutely free when you register with the books. And ladies, you can send your man flowers too. So we shouldn't just say, uh, no? Yeah, they won't do that. Listeners of our show save 20% <laughs> off the book of your choice. Just go to books.com and enter promo code J. <laughs> I forgot kidding. about this one. This is the one where they forgot you. That's Books, B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code J, Books dot com, promo code J. Just a reminder, Dan, uh, the reason we put Michael J. Fox on the wall this week is because uh, a listener named Curtis Eregui, Eregui said, hey, guys, he sent us this email. Hey, guys, big fan of the pod. Believe it or not, I'm actually the third cousin of Michael J. Fox. I know he's on your Canadian Wall of Fame. Would it be possible if you guys could help me out by reaching out or even getting in contact with him? It would mean a lot and a big surprise to my family if we could somehow get in touch with him to let him know he has family in the Vancouver area. Would that be possible? If not, that's cool. I'll keep searching. Thanks, boy. He signs it off. Thanks, boy. Curtis. I probably meant boys. So Michael J. Fox... Uh, star of Family Matters. <laughs> so, Michael J. Fox, uh, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Jay Onright. This is Dan O'Toole. Uh, incidentally, about a year ago, we got an email from a man named Curtis. He's your third cousin. He wants you to get in contact with him. <laughs> He's not responding. There we go. Done. Uh, this uh, email is from Jeff as we touch our bag. Subject, fake restaurant name. I've always said that if I ever open a restaurant, I'm going to call it the Dill Hole. <laughs> the only reason that I'm sending the name is because I will never open a restaurant. I like Someone Jeff. will. Jeff is a great guy. Just a pickle restaurant? You are big into pickles. Oh, man, I love pickles. I, I think that's a great idea. Different pickles. Sweet and set, like bread and butter pickles. Sweet pickles. Different vegetables pickled. All sorts of lovely pickles. It's the Dill Hole on 2nd Avenue, just west of the 7-Eleven in downtown Saskatoon. Have we talked about the Cactus Club? Before? Oh, the crazy, the crazy cactus. The crazy cactus, uh, our watering hole, when in Saskatoon, is mm-hmm. moving. Moving downtown. My understanding is, so Saskatoon, not a huge city, but it is in a part of town that doesn't have a ton of bars. They are moving downtown because downtown Saskatoon is the place to be now, Dan. And we always stay in downtown Saskatoon, so this is perfect for us. We can stumble home from the cactus after a few delicious signature drinks at that bar, the Gringo. And then... End our night at the Dill Hole. Yeah. Dill Hole. Who wants to go to the Dill Hole for late night eats? Late night pickles. <laughs> I've got another one from Kean Martin. 
Uh, hey, Bods, huge fan of the pod. Hope you're doing well. I was on the subway in Toronto, saw a poster for the Electric Island Music Festival, and thought of the bit on the pod where Dan guesses DJ names. So here are some of the good ones. So these are real. DJ and him. DJ Bicep. <laughs> DJ Black Coffee. DJ Tennis. DJ Fatima Yamaha. DJ Elcock Dice. <laughs> DJ Job Jobs. <laughs> I like that. And DJ Dirty Dale. I also have a Six Degrees for Engineer Jim. Taking a course at school called History of Rock Music, there's a few chapters that mention the Rolling Stones. Uh, really? There's a course called <laughs> History of Rock Music and a few chapters mention the Stones? I'm sure it's been asked before, but could you ask him again? That would be great. That's Kean Martin. So Jim... Six degrees of six degrees of engineer Jim, the Rolling Stone. Engineer Jim, our award-winning engineer, he's worked with the stars, so we find a connection to all these bands. Here we go. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I actually worked with the Stones on uh, their album Steel Wheels. The Steel Wheels album. Yes, uh, I worked. Actually, it was the first time Don was worked with them. And uh, they had done the album, but they were putting out the single Rockin' Hard Place. Yes. And uh, they wanted to change the tempo of the song and do some other stuff with the track. And uh, so uh, Mick got Don Was to do it. <laughs> and uh, I did it with Don. That's what? incredible. Yes. Yeah. So you're in the studio. Are you in the mixing? Or are you mixing yes. it? Yeah. Mixing yeah. and uh, re-editing. Okay. And... Uh, the Stones had started that Steel Wheels tour. And, I remember that tour. It was huge. It was it was it was huge. And now that, that was the tour the that Guns opened for them here at the LA Coliseum. Crazy. And it was pretty nuts. Anyways, um so it was the longest I'd ever gone without I think it was up for like 56 hours or 58 <laughs> hours straight. Mixing so, this track. Yeah. Uh well, actually editing it. So it's a it's a long story, but so they wanted to change the tempo of it to make it be like you know 120 beats per minute. So we had to speed the track up to get it to 120, so that it would feel like you know that's kind of like a good dance tempo. And uh, in doing that, it made everybody sound like the Chipmunks. <laughs> I like I was going to ask you about that. So uh, we had to pitch shift all the instruments back to their original key. And, uh, you know, back then, um, you know, there wasn't auto-tune. There wasn't any of these things. There were a few different kind of even tide makes a harmonizer, and there's a few companies out there. This uh, this one called the Publisson Infernal 90 that's a French processor. And all that's of them— probably what Daft Punk uses. And uh, it's a awesome box. Um, Whoa! Yeah, I've had some go. awesome box on my day. <laughs> We're gonna need to make a drop of that. One. <laughs> but anyways, uh, long long story short, um, I found this this uh, lexicon thing that actually, like, if you were to make say a commercial that was sixty seconds, but it wound up being it went over. It was uh, sixty three seconds or sixty two seconds, or they needed something that was uh, forty seconds to be or forty five to be forty. This thing would time compress it and keep the original pitch and in sound of wow. it. And uh, so <clears throat> I wound up using that box, but I used the 
Eventide. I used this Lexicon box. I used uh, the Publison, and all of them had different in processing the pitch shifting. They all had different delay times. So it literally took me days. Like you know, Keith's guitar, it's you know very complex sounding, very complex waveforms, and the processors at the time that were out there. They would glitch and it would sound phony. You'd hear all these glitches and mixed vocals and the same thing with all the background vocals, all that stuff, the drums. So uh, it took me a long time. Basically, Don said, here you f***ing go, figure it out, and left and came back a couple of days later. And I'm like, I did it. You know, being up a couple of days. And he was like, how the f*** did you do that? You know, and... But after I, you've I showed heard, them what I did. After you've heard a song cool. for fifty six straight hours, are you not slightly going insane? Oh yeah, it was it was rough. Like it you must have heard that, that in your sleep for the next two years. I did, <laughs> I did. <laughs> but uh, it it came out great. It was a big hit for them. Yeah, big single, and uh, um, it you know Don wound up going on to work with them, and I wound up going on to do my guns thing. So uh, well, and. Um... Were, were any of them actually in the studio? The no, but yeah. I uh, I did. So we had to set up this playback. They were having the record release party in the kickoff of the tour, the Stones, uh, uh, at Syracuse Stadium, at Syracuse University, where the football team and their football They stadium. kicked off yep. their tour in Syracuse? In Syracuse, New okay. York. In the Cuse. And uh, um, so uh, the band had this big party, and they had all the people from the record company and all their friends and guests and everybody all backstage. And they were like, all right, mates, play it for us, you know? And then we set up some ISDN lines or something. And, and you know, this is going back. This is all new technology. Now right. it's like we do this stuff like it's nothing. But back Now we then, actually use it here on the Everybody podcast. was like, what the hell? How are we going <laughs> to... You know, play it at high fidelity where it's not just like holding the phone to the loudspeakers, you know. And uh, and we played it for them. And they flipped out. They loved it. They were like, how the f*** did you do that? That's awesome. Yeah. And Don was like, well, yeah. <laughs> I got a guy. Yeah, now, exactly. I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but when you're driving around L.A. and a song comes on the radio that you worked on, what happens? Do you crank it? Do you, do you instant erection? Do you instantly uh, go back and say, "I remember everything about mixing that song. I remember everything about the process." Yeah, you know, um, uh, yes, uh, that happens uh, kind of a lot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what was weird um, talking about, you know, kicking it on Father's Day in the pool and all that stuff. So um, uh, I, I had Monday off. And I was hanging out in the pool, and my son came back from his basketball practice, and uh, he's got his Beats bot, you know, the the Beats pill. He brings yep. that out there, and he's got his phone, and he cranks up Appetite for Destruction. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, this is awesome, you know? And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, I'm like, Andrew, did you? That's not on shuffle. You're playing the album in the order of the album, which nobody ever does. And he's yeah. like, of course, Dad, it rocks. It's a great sequence, you know. And, and we were listening to the whole album, and then he started playing, like, select stuff from Usual Illusions. And I remember we were listening to November Rain, and uh, at the very end of November Rain, there's uh, – it's like a marimba that keeps yeah, going, yeah. right? You know, there is the rains coming down, and yeah. it goes, 
And if you listen to the very end of the song, you hear the pattern that the marimba's playing, and Axel's actually playing these sounds on keyboards. The orchestra, he played it all on samples, and Axel played it all, all of it, right? So we're playing the sample of this marimba playing this pattern, and the sampler jams, and it just goes into this sound where the marimba just goes, <laughs> and it, it's no longer playing the pattern. It, like, plays the pattern at, like, 50 times speed, so it's like, this last note that trails off. And somebody, I remember asking about, oh, you know, hey, do you ever let the song go all the way to the very end? Do they mean to do that? That was total accident. And Axel was like, that sounds f***ing awesome. Listen to that, you know? And they kept it as part of the song, and that's how the song ends, with the sampler actually jamming. Complete mistake. Wow. Yeah. That's hilarious. But, you know, in on such a huge song like November Rain, it's it's pretty cool. Accident. That is very cool. An accident yeah. that turned out to be great. Yeah. Stephanie Seymour was in that video. Um, we should- Yeah. I was, too. Yeah. yeah that's right. But that's uh, right. just in the balcony in the crowd and stuff like that, my buddy Teddy Zigzag was, uh, you know, part of the wedding party there. <laughs> where, where they went flying into the cake and all that stuff. <laughs> and uh, his friend Jimmy Z, who was also buddies with all those guys, was a horn player that played on some stuff for NWA. No so way, there's bro. a little tie-in with... NWA? Yeah, and the November Rain video. Yeah, didn't you go to uh, NWA barbecue? Uh, we had we had some barbecues at Duff's house at Duff's where house. we had some NWA came some some. Now that's a show I'd watch. Barbecue at Duff's house. Yeah, well, it was, it was, it was. Uh, that was another time. <laughs> <laughs> um, it. it should be noted, uh, Chris Phillips, the recently retired yes. Ottawa center, yes, he we... is becoming our Matt Damon. Yes. Uh, to Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel always says, oh, sorry, we ran out of time for Matt Damon. Uh, Chris Phillips, uh, again, couldn't come on this week because of scheduling. <laughs> I think this is the seventh or eighth straight podcast that's happened. So it's going to happen. But when it happens. Next, next week, we're thinking? We're trying. Yeah, he's a busy and, guy. He's got a family. And AJ Hawk as well is going to come on. Yeah, he's confirmed soon. for next week. He's coming on next week. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Right. AJ Hawk. That'll be very cool. Um, and who else are we just talking? Maybe Wheeler Walker. Oh, Jr. Wheeler Walker Jr. If In you haven't future. heard this album, Wheeler Walker Jr. It is so great, so funny. Jim, have you heard this album? You want me to play a little uh, something? Oh, could we? Yeah. I'll, can I? No. Are we allowed? No. no. <laughs> is he Rich, like? But is he? Rich. That was so great. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ben says, do you want me to play it? It Rich is. gives him the death nope. stare. He is a comedian that put out a country album. He went to a producer and gave him his life savings and said, I want to do this album that no record company would ever let me do, and let's do it. It is the most vulgar graphic album you'll ever hear, but it's actually good country music, catchy songs, and again, very vulgar, but very catchy. The producer, Jim, you may know, is Dave Cobb. And yeah. Dave Cobb produced the Sturgill Simpson album, the big the big one, Meta Modern Sounds and Country Music. He produced uh, the Jason Isbell from the Drive-By Truckers yeah. album. And this Chris Stapleton guy, who's like a huge deal. Yeah. He produced, he's like yeah. the biggest producer in Nashville right huge. now. Huge, yeah. And Our, he produced this Wheeler Walker Jr. album. Okay, so I don't know if they're the same guy, but... There's a Dave Cobb who's a live sound mixer, like legendary, one of the best front of house mixers probably ever. And I worked with him uh, 
with Don Henley when he was doing the End of the Innocence tour. Hmm. And we recorded, um, you know, Don's rehearsals and stuff because he wanted to go through all the parts with the musicians. So Don would literally, we brought the record plant truck over to their rehearsal stage and he would sit there and record. And, and I think Cheryl Crow was one of the backup singers at the time. And he'd literally be like, okay, you know, you guys are singing the wrong harmony or, you know, if a bass player or somebody wasn't playing the right note, he'd he'd hear it, call them out, say, no, this is wrong. But he'd also sit there and listen to everybody's rigs like, okay, nobody play. And if a, a guy's guitar amp was buzzing or the drummer was playing with samples and his rack of electronics made a hum, he was like, we need to clean this stuff up, guys. I don't want any of that Hmm. And literally, I mean, it was. That's why when you go see them in the Eagles, it was pristine. They, those guys are really uh, uh, impeccable. And Dave Cobb was the live guy doing that. And I think it's the same Dave Cobb. I think it's the same guy. He's a yeah. uh, he's the biggest guy right he's now. He's the biggest guy in the business yeah, right now. He, is. he really is. He's huge. And this we like if you like to laugh and you like country music, it's the album for you. And he, he turns out he's a fan of the show. I was you're kidding. chatting yeah. with him the other night. Really? He's a fan of Fox Sports Live. And so he'd love to wants to come on. Wow. He's touring right now, so he's going to come on. We're going to get him on at some point. The, did they uh, do it in Nashville with yeah, they Cup? did. They did. Yeah. The name yeah. of the album is Redneck here are the song <laughs> listings: Redneck, sh- Beer, Weed, Coochies, uh, Family Tree, Can't f- You Off My Mind, f- You, b- Drop Them Out, which is about uh, boobs, uh, Eating, p- Kicking Ass, <laughs> Fighting, fucking <laughs> Farting, Better Off Beating Off, Sit on My Face, and I will not read the last uh, song title. I'll read it. <laughs> Number eleven. Which one of you? Oh, I can't say. <laughs> you know it's bad when I can't say. That's amazing. Wow, we gotta get that album for sure. Yeah, it's very, very funny. So we can't wait to have him on. Uh, so yeah, so some great future guests on mm-hmm. the podcast. All of them will be better than Mike Botticello. Oh, come Botticello, on, now. Botticello, Botticello. I'm kidding. We wish Mike the best of luck in life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure you follow uh, Jay and Dan on Twitter at Jay and Dan. You can follow Micklehouse, that's Mike, on Twitter. I uh, see what he gets up to, at Micklehouse. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a lot of pictures of him with Viola Davis. You know, my buddy Dirty Don, who was Frank Zappa's lighting guy, has a band called the Kitty Litter Disco, and they're awesome. They're really, we, we should go as, we should all go, we could do a podcast from their show. It's great. He has a pimp and hookers that come up on stage and they pimp out the hookers to the crowd. Why can't we have a pimp uh, He f***s blow-up dolls on stage and <laughs> Why stuff. Can't we f- it's blow up really dolls? good. And they have a song called Shit on Your Chest Whoa. that's really, really good. Wheeler Walker would like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Boner from Sedona. It's um, really good. That's uh, the voice of Engineer Jim. You can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at Engineer underscore Jim. Uh, ben, who's working the uh, camera and also handles our social media and he books guests at Ben Teller. He's also from the Valley. And Rich oversees <laughs> all things podcasts at Rich underscore Cook. C-O-O-K-E. Definitely re- reach out to uh, all these guys. Let them know uh, what you think of the podcast. and we really appreciate you listening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next week, uh, Pat Muldowney will be here. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Pat's never coming back. Pat was at work today, though. He was. Yep. 
Wow. Did everyone, was everyone like, who are, who are you? you? Yeah. We thought you were dead. Library Voices once again. Thanks for sending us an album and the t-shirt. I was wearing it the other day. Lovish Love is the new album. Go get it if you get a chance. Thanks for listening. We'll, uh, we'll chat with you next week.